Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Monday? Tuesday evening, actually. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. It's, yeah. It has felt like a Monday all day. <laughs> yeah, it has. In a weird way, it has felt like a Monday. Actually, my, li- it's, my life has felt like an episode of Mr. Robot. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, so I, you know, so I don't, I don't know if you saw in the news about the big cyber attack on the fuel pipeline that uh, provides like a uh-huh. source of a uh, major source of uh, fuel for the eastern United States. And so I just, you know, I was looking at it. It happened over the weekend, and it, ha- it was like on five nine, and I couldn't help but think about the five. Remember five nine? Right. Yeah, yeah. It was just the weirdest thing where it felt like art was. Uh, life is imitating art yeah i'm sure that later it's going to come out how many people went and watched old episodes of mr robot just like when the pandemic started everyone was like um what was that movie called oh uh i know which one you're talking about is it dustin hoffman yeah oh my god i'm i'm like blanking on the name yeah, um, I know which one you're talking about, and another one I was thinking about was the one with like Dennis with uh, Dustin Hoffman, and um, it was in the it was in the mid mid to late nineties. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that one, and then there's the Gwyneth Paltrow one, but we're not here to talk about either one of those things because that was so 2020. We yes. actually have some 2021 news, and I'm going to start off with the headline. Because, not because Will listed this first, but because I haven't actually watched this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Stranger Things Season 4 dropped a uh, teaser trailer. And, again, I have not watched it for some... I don't know why, Will. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was one from, uh, I guess this was, I guess, middle of last week, where I believe they dropped this particular trailer. And... Uh, it was, you know, it, was, it really didn't sh- say much. I mean, it was, you probably read about it, I'm sure, on Twitter, uh, where she's, they basically look like they're back at the Hawkins Research Laboratory, and it, uh, it you know, it goes to uh, a ro- you know, room where Eleven is apparently held, and, uh, and it, you know, it has a little, you know, clock, uh, Hawkins Laboratory is closed until 9 a.m. or something like that. But, uh, you know, it didn't have a release date or anything like that. It had, you know, a lot of visuals and blood splatters on the wall. Uh, you know, clearly a lot of things happened in, in that facility. Um, you know, and it was kind of set in that eerie tone uh, that Stranger Things always has. But, uh, yeah, it was But giving any, you know, anything away as far as, you know, what happened with Hopper or anybody, anything more. Uh, it, it really didn't have much more than... Uh, just trying to save 11. Yeah. Which I, I think maybe that's why I haven't, I haven't really remembered to go and check out that teaser trailers because everyone came out with the same kind of overview of, Oh great. It's another season about 11, which is sad because I remember, and it's also sad that it's been so long and I haven't Mm -hmm. really missed Stranger Things. Mm. Um, like I haven't been wondering when are we going to get the next season. Right. Um, even though I really liked the third season, um, I think both of us really liked the first and the third season. The second season, it's not that it's bad. There was just so much eleven. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so much eleven. Yeah, very much. And, so. and and that's the some of the criticism of the show is they rely so much on that character to a detriment and so this teaser isn't really making anyone like oh they're doing something new right right and it seemed like it was an origin story with the way this the the trailer was presented so and and of course now that you know millie bobby brown is well into her teen years now and and i'll i just wonder if they'll have if it is an origin story clearly they'll have another actress play 11 from a younger age but yeah you know again i, I think it there were so many things you could you could read into into that but of course hawkins lab is closed as we know from from the third season so so that definitely leads credence to it being a flashback to 
to an earlier time, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Um, speaking about origin stories or, or just another story of a challenging young girl, Miss Marvel has finished filming the show season in Thailand. Um, and we're expecting that to drop this year or early next year. Right now, currently, they are planning on dropping it late 2021. So, but you know, they, you know, but that could always change because I know Hawkeye is also supposed to fall later this year. But you know, maybe they'll do like the, what they've done with WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they'll have them back to back. Maybe time frame, you know, maybe a November, December kind of deal, or I guess late September and maybe a, a break and then go into December and maybe bleed over into next year. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm hoping they're looking at something marvelous every month. You know, you got your movies that are starting to come back and then you got these TV shows. Um, but this is an, this is another thing. I, we haven't had a trailer yet. Mm-hmm. So still not sure what to expect. Um, but I, I mean, the shows just have been so great so far that I'm sure they're, it's going to hold up or it's going to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I, I completely agree. We really haven't had, like you said, no trailers. We did have some set photos that showed uh, Miss Marvel in, in costume. And of course, as you know, last week we got the phase four trailers, which uh, did re- release the name of Captain Marvel 2, which is the Marvels. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we have had some some things around this film. But uh, and of course, you know, we were introduced to grown up Monica, who will, will also be in it as either a photon or Captain Marvel herself. So we'll we'll you know, we got um, uh, you know, this thing could go so many different ways. But I am looking forward to to this because, like you said, I mean, uh, added a gate Marvel team on the Disney plus has been very strong. So I can't, right. can't imagine it not being continuing that momentum moving forward. Yeah. And I think that MCU has learned or Marvel has learned. They, they like to mess around with their release dates. So that's why the fall still seems a bit unclear. Maybe mm-hmm. because even Loki had a last minute date <laughs> <laughs> and it's now moved up to June 9th. Yeah, yeah. Wednesdays are the new are the new Fridays. <laughs> I I really liked Friday, but I'm yeah. not mad at this because I feel like Wednesdays we kind of need a pick me up and we need mm-hmm. something to kind of remind us that the end is near. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets yeah. It's like uh, I, yeah. Well, I saw that. I was like, okay, they they uh, they move things up and. Uh, I didn't, it wasn't unexpected, I guess, you know, given, like you said, the way things have been moving around. And um, so I'm glad, glad I didn't move it back any. <laughs> so right. that seems to be the trend lately, but for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, this this is good. And, you know, for there'll be a lot of tired people going into work on Thursday morning. But hey, it's, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Um, other unexpected news um, that isn't on our rundown, but I think you even wanted to potentially talk about. So they canceled the Golden Globes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, they canceled the Globe and Globes, but it's it's been, I don't know if, you know, so earlier this year, uh, there was, there's been an ongoing controversy with the Golden Globes in particular, right. not having any, I think, black Right, voters or writers represented in the, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and I think the former, um, I think former president of the association also made some uh, very insensitive comments as well, and he was forced out of the organization, and it, it, things have just you know spiraled down quickly for 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 them, and all the studios started pulling out of uh, saying they were going to uh, participate in the Golden Globes and. Uh, then NBC said, "We're you know we're canceling the show," and of course, uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was like, "Oh, we're we're going to uh, you know we have this timeline to 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 fix things," but you know it, it wasn't enough for the studios, and even Tom Cruise like returned his statues. 
for, for uh, in, in in solidarity with with uh, the movement and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, the Globes or NBC was like, yeah, we're we're canceling it. So we'll we'll see how if if somehow it. Um, Just when you thought award yeah. season couldn't get more strange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this was a good thing because it'll give more um, credence to the SAG awards. Yeah, I think but I always know. feel felt like why people never really um, paid attention to the SAGs is because you have the Golden Globes and the Oscars and everyone mm-hmm. always claims Golden Globes are best predictors of Oscars. So now maybe some of these other award shows can like. Yeah, yeah, uh, their- I think you're. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I mean, SAG is one that, uh, you know, given that it's it's one that is the the winners are voted on upon it by their peers. So it's definitely one of those things that should be higher up in the prestige factor than than what it is at this point. Yeah. Um, the last bit of news we have to cover is Venom Two trailer. Let there be carnage dropped uh will are you gonna see this movie no (laughs) (laughs) i have i still haven't seen the first one (laughs) oh my god (laughs) well at least he's honest ladies and gentlemen um the funny thing is i remember liking the venom trailer Mm -hmm. not and then i didn't end up seeing the movie i still haven't and um I feel the same way about this movie is where I'm like, that's not a bad trailer. Let's yeah. trailer. Uh, yeah. I'm probably yeah. not going to see it unless yeah. there's one exception because this always with these movies where I'm like, that's ah, probably going to be disappointed. If people come out and they're like, no, it's actually a really good movie or it surprised me mm-hmm. um, or something else. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go see it. Um, because I, I do succumb to peer pressure. I do. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, you know, I, like you, I, I was entertained by the trailer. I mean, I thought it was pretty funny with uh, the how it starts out. You know, the symbiote yep. making making breakfast and 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 you know, it, it seemed like a horror comedy or something. Uh, the way they were, way they marketed with this trailer, but I don't know. Yeah, I. I mean, like, I mean, and clearly the first film was very popular. I mean, it like, you know, killed it at the box office and had a lot of positive buzz. But I just, I mean, I, you know, I've seen it come across TV and I maybe watch, you know, it's like, oh, there's Venom. And I just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. It's just, for whatever reason, it's just, just you know, I, I, I mean, it's just a lot of film that has really like, oh, I must see this. And, uh, and I really like the character Venom. I know mean, we, you know, you and I've talked about the Spider-Man, you know, cartoon from back in the '90s that was like so good, and it had the, um, you know, Parker and, and Eddie Brock and the, the Venom character in it. So I mean, I, I should I should be predisposed to like it, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I still don't know if that casting of Tom Hardy is good or not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now it's so weird. For yeah. me to see him in that, like, in a comic book role. But, um, all right. So I'm glad we're on the same page about that. We might, we might not. Yeah. We like to surprise people. Stay tuned. Um, we're not going to do a full <laughs> roundup of CW heroes. Um, I even intended to talk about Batwoman, and then I just realized I'd only made one note. Yeah, well, I think that you got the. <laughs> I did watch it. I did watch it. Uh, I did too. I don't. Yeah. I usually take extensive notes, and yet I'm like, where did Will delete my notes? No, I didn't. I didn't delete them. I, I, I saw it on the rundown, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize we were talking Batwoman this week. So. <laughs> I I guess, and it wasn't a bad episode. I no. mean, it wasn't a great episode, or not not great. Um, it wasn't like, oh my god, this is season changing. Um, right. The ending but, was, but it was pretty cool to see Charlie's Angels. That's what yeah. I'm going to call them. Yeah, yeah, that did get that vibe from from the episode this week, uh, and and basically. 
uh, you know, one thing I am glad that they did not do was drag on the story too long about Sophie knowing that Brian is is Batwoman. Right. I'm glad they 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 resolved it, and, I'm, and I and actually it, the way that they that they uh, handled it in the episode was actually very. I thought I thought it was executed pretty well, and I, and I did like that because it's like okay, instead of you know she basically kept trying to get this whole issue of trust and everything throughout the episode was discussed, and then uh, then of course they're they're in with Clue Master's quiz show pressure, you know, the the game show set where he set up the the pressure explosion to uh, take out what was intended for Sophie. And, and, but, you know, Sophie basically is like, look, you can, you can stand there and be like, play dumb and act proud, or you can like call Luke and just get, you know, reveal yourself as Batwoman. So I, I thought that was handled pretty well. And I, and I was I'm back on the Alice, like interesting thing again, just the way that uh, she and the interaction that um, she had with, with Black Mask and, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. That's what I'm going to call her. Clear <laughs> <laughs> white mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree. The ending um, really allowed us to see to to see f- through fruition what they intended to do with this new version mm-hmm. of Kate, not Kate Kane, and um and and we're starting to see things unravel. I mean, even Jacob storyline was snake bite and and is is starting to get interwoven so so pieces are coming together we'll see um what happens as they continue on this journey do we know when this season's gonna end uh i think they will go through the summer so i don't think they're gonna um i don't think they're gonna take a break uh from here on out unless maybe for the maybe for memorial day but uh, but beyond that, I think they're uh, going to end in June. Okay, end in June. Yeah. When you said the summer, I'm like, they're going to go all the way through August? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. Yeah, August is when Stargirl returns. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, speaking about other CW shows, though, <laughs> I've I've been keeping up with The Flash, or so mm-hmm. I tell myself. Um, I watched last week's episode, and yeah. then yesterday when I was looking at the rundown, I thought to myself, what the heck happened on the flight? <laughs> <laughs> and then it dawned on me, oh yeah, the Frost episode, mm-hmm. Justice episode. How yeah. how do you feel they dealt with the accountability? <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I had a problem. I, you know, I think whenever we were pondering a rundown for this week, I was like, I think I had things to say about this <laughs> because the accountability uh, dramatics that Team Flash was going on, on and on about, and the morale and trying to be on their moral high horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't, I couldn't help but go back to think about Joe West's speech. Think it was either season one or two, where he called them out about having their illegal holding facility in Star Labs, right? With, with all the metas, so it just—I mean, yeah, I know it's supposed to be growth, and I know that you know Cisco developing the formula. I guess it was last season or or, or season before to you know to end uh, the, the meta powers. Um. You know, kind of in some regards to me, seemed like an extension of their little private prison. <laughs> so, uh, so it just seemed to me that it they they it was a situational mor- morality here with 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 the t- with Team Flash because they clearly had no qualms about being a judge jury with all the metas before, but now all of a sudden because oh it's Caitlin and 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 Frost Killer Frost. Oh no! This is all wrong. This is all wrong. So, it, it, I, you know, it totally it just didn't land for me right with the way that episode was executed. Yeah, I I would agree with you. It's there. It it's very hypocritical. And mm-hmm. it, and again, 
the the stakes has been an, a problem for this show since yeah. season two. Yeah. Um, season one is still perfect. Mm. Season two <laughs> stakes have been a problem. <laughs> And and so I think it was the other week where you where we were talking flash and you brought up accountability and I was like there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> and and they kind of like and I don't know what's more irritating. A clear denial and like no the judge found her innocent and so she goes mm-hmm. or a what they did where they basically said we're going to meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send her away, but we're also going to make her feel like she's standing up for something because the the cop doesn't get her way in seeing that we set a precedence. Which I actually thought for a moment, if they do this, the rest of the season will be very interesting with this threat of mm-hmm. metahumans who are caught breaking the law or misusing their powers will then lose their powers. I thought that was a really cool twist yeah. on yeah. Central City, um, especially with how that could put Barry in a very vulnerable situation. And they didn't, they just, they skirted around. And I'm like, well, what yeah. was the point? <laughs> yeah, they punted. They, 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 they punted. And it was just so frustrating that they did that because, I mean, and I know the show is not necessarily supposed to be as deep as some of the other things that we've seen as far as the WandaVisions and the boys and, and all that in the genre. But I mean, when you're at this juncture in your show and you've, and you've really monkeyed around with this character, not sure how you're going to handle Frost for now, multiple seasons. Um, I, I, you're right. I mean, that's, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that, but it, it really, they did, create a, a storyline that really could have you know addressed that 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 moral issue uh as far as what do we do with these these metas and and what are consequences for when metas go bad right. um and and you know and clearly if you do it through the court system there is the the due process of 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 this and so yeah, I think they had a, it was a, it was a real real missed opportunity for them uh, story wise because it seems you know it seems that for now Frost to go off to prison and um, whenever they they can, can figure out a way to, to bring the character back I'm sure they will and you know but for now Daniel Panabaker gets a gets a break from having a full full double duty in shows uh, for at least the rest of uh, I guess seven A. <laughs> yeah. Um but another thing too about stakes you, you mentioned and, and 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 I guess this has been I mean really even though season one was perfect, um from the outset when we saw that headline of the flash disappears in the crisis, mm-hmm. uh, they they basically set themselves up in a box that has based has tripped them up from day literally day one. Right. And and so because in 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 the ultimate and you really crisis on infinite earths crossover just clearly demonstrated that a thousand percent to, to use Winston A Marshall's uh, uh for folks who watch SEN or flirts in the hood know who we're talking about uh is the the, the those stakes because they always use a cheat code and the cheat code in crisis was. Earth 90 Barry Allen, not right. our Barry. And so, you know, I always, when I saw that headline, I always thought that that would be the ending of the series. Right. But instead, we had, you know, they they have done this over and over again. And, and so, th- this, and the reason why I bring this up is it's just continued with this Frost episode last week. Yeah. Um, and so that's just thematically how the show goes. And at some point, it's just like me as a viewer, and especially when you have so many other things out in the content out there now, where you know you like we were just saying, you step up your game. They really need to do that because it's 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 gotten so predictable. Yeah, yeah, uh, almost and, as predictable as as 
other actor or as actors of the show kind of be like, yeah, this yeah. is fun guys, but we're seriously going to leave now as it was also came out that Carlos and Tom are officially leaving the show at the end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Carlos has been rumored to be leaving what, since like what season four. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's serious. <laughs> yeah. He's like, peace out y'all. I'm done. Yeah, and Tom had already, I think he had already been reduced to recurring status going into season seven to begin with. So, yeah, so I guess, you know, it's it's, it's time for that character to, to be retired as well. Yeah, all the wells. to be All the wells, retired. yeah. So. What about Black Lightning? What has been going on in Freeland? Yeah, so that show only has two episodes left this week after this week's. Yeah, so it's coming coming to a close. But uh, and again, talking about certain things that seem repetitive, uh, Jefferson and Lynn's fighting gets repetitive from now from time to time. But the real thing that was um, this week's episode was really good. I, I really really enjoyed it uh, because Tobias is now mayor of, of Friedland. Uh, but also, uh, he, uh, so they had a dampening field to, to dampen all the powers. And so, you know, they reintroduced Khalil, painkiller, back into the show. So uh, he wasn't impacted by it. And they figured out that um, the, the Looper, who was a um, character that they introduced early on, I think it was in season one or two, was behind uh some of the uh, controlling of the of the metas and and, and dampening of, of controlling of the people who basically set up the Pierces to be arrested for for Jefferson for for fraud uh, for stealing money from allegedly stealing money from Friedland High and and Lynn uh, doing civil rights violations and so uh, they you know, Jefferson revealed himself to the police officer who replaced uh, Detective uh, his his friend. And and they figure out how to you know free the people from being controlled by the metas. So things are starting to like you know come, fall apart. Uh, Jennifer, you know, it, again loses someone in this episode. Uh, she was made friends with um, uh, another kid at the high school, and they were out on a date. And uh, Tobias is his latest hench hench person uh attacked them and because Jennifer's powers are still kind of wonky because of the dampening field uh one of the projectiles made it through her protective shield and um and so uh he, of course you know of course first you know she had lost Khalil and then now she she lost this her her new uh, boyfriend and but but in the process of reviewing the street cameras to Tobias uh, realizes that the reconstituted Jennifer is, or JJ as they call her, is actually Jennifer Pierce, and so of course it's setting up another show, uh, probably a, another a big showdown between Jennifer and possibly Tobias as we get closer to the to the finale. Uh, so so they're you know so they're they're definitely wrapping up a lot of threads and. You know, when I realized it was like only two episodes left, it's like, dang, they have a lot of story that they've got to wrap up in these last two episodes. <laughs> but, uh, but overall, you know, for for final seasons, they've they've they have done a good job of of, rap, of, of telling the story, keeping the keeping the show fresh and in, engaged, even though there's some moments that do seem repetitive. But overall, I've really enjoyed this season. Good. Yeah. It hasn't. Um, it. Again, like like the the comparisons between Black Lightning and The Flash, and um, sometimes it's good to make an early exit. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> run, even yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I know ratings call CW to cancel it, but uh, yeah, it, I think they are ending at a good place. Yeah, yeah. Um, now for a a show that I'm very. It's very interesting that A, we watched it, B, Will binged it um, before I had even watched the second episode. Um, but N Netflix dropped Jupiter's Legacy over the weekend. Um, I think it dropped a few trailers 
um, wasn't getting a whole lot of buzz, buzz. Mm -hmm. but because I'm a very competitive person, um, after Will, like, bragged about him binging it, I, of course, had to binge it. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm glad I did. It was, it's also a short season, only yeah. eight episodes. Um, and it, it definitely, what I appreciated about it was it knew from the very beginning where it was going. Mm -hmm. And there was a balanced, a mystery mm -hmm. with family drama that parallels like Shakespeare You mm -hmm. with in context of this, of this comic book genre. Um, and, and I have a note on here of like, how do you best describe the show? Because it's not Watchmen. It's not the Incredibles. It's not Superman and Lois, but it like has bits and pieces of each one of those. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, I mean, some of it, sometimes it's very contrived, but sometimes you're just like, whoa, they're going on all cylinders right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think whenever I was in the process of binging it, I just, you know, I was checked check in with you, see how you were coming along with it. And and I was like, yeah, it does feel, it feels a little derivative. <laughs> but, right. Uh, and, but you're right. It, it doesn't fit neatly into any particular box. And I know... You know, I know last week we we talked about critic score versus audience scores, it's Rotten Tomatoes, and you know the critics killed it. I mean, it's I think it's like thirty eight percent now uh, with on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience scores around seventy four, seventy five percent. So, you know, I personally enjoyed it. I, I like I said it earlier before we recorded it. It did feel like a mystery, and I think that that mystery was what kept me kept me engaged. Uh, as far as trying to figure out what was really what was going on with these characters, and in particular uh, Sheldon, uh, who is the utopian and lead in, in the show, um, not so much in the modern day, but really the the the, the period when they went back to the 1929 uh -huh. and really exploring <clears throat> exploring his origins and. And how he got powers and, and what I liked about this show is they didn't do the typical superhero trope of how of, of some thing falling out of space or something you know you know some kind of thing uh, they did have the, the tragedy which was right. the, the driving force but the, the but the tragedy actually served the story as far as him um you know trying to to figure out what was all going on because again it wasn't like this tra the his father committing suicide was uh was drive drove him to be a superhero superhero right it was more like everybody he was like what the heck's going on yeah it 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 took a lot of those familiar beats mm -hmm. And kind of twisted it where it wasn't enough to make it think, oh, this is really new and and refreshing. But but it, it, it just twisted it just enough to make it feel like familiar. Mm -hmm. Yet at the same time, they are they're clearly doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, they are, they are the, the flash. I wasn't expecting the flashbacks. I thought I would get tired of, of them. Um, the episode where I suddenly was like, I need to watch the rest of this was the third episode mm -hmm. all about George. Yeah. Um, I found that to be such a compelling episode that, that just built on a lot of threads where it's it's like okay i have to see how this ends um the ending honestly kind of let me down just a little bit yeah um because i'm not sure if i liked what they did but i am excited to see the next season because i do have a lot of questions oh, yeah um i <laughs> <laughs> 
Josh Dum- Dumel. <laughs> I it is so weird because for during the first episode, I'm like, okay, I know Josh is old. Like he's getting yeah. up there. He's not that old. That clearly must be makeup. And then when they started doing the flashbacks, I'm like, oh yeah, that's makeup. And then it just felt weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how to take this. Like it's he there are he does a decent job mm-hmm. of 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 um I like especially all of the scenes with his daughter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when he really got to escape into the character because those moments were probably the most vulnerable for that character. Mm-hmm. And so it really was him less less him kind of pretending to be this character and I guess more of an opportunity to act than in yeah. other moments. Yeah. Um but the actor who plays his brother really stole a lot of scenes. Oh yeah, Walter was Walter was Walter and George. It's hard for me to figure out which one of the two. It's like one and one A as far as my standouts from this this show uh, this season. Uh, because you know, from the moment we are introduced to Walter and and you know, I really the, th- the scenes that stick out to me is whenever he was trying to tell them not to. Uh, now's not the time to invest because. And really need to build, save their money and stuff, and and then seeing how their father, uh, you know, played the, the Walter and, and Sheldon off of one another, uh, really, you know, really established that dynamic so that whenever we did get that ending, um, in the first season, it, it, you know, it, it provides even deeper, some deeper context for for that, and 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 I guess it, you know, obviously, I it was. Probably telegraphed, but you know, I was really as I was watching the series, I um, really, really enjoyed that Walter dynamic uh, with with Sheldon, and and also just learning like the character Brainwave. And of course, every time I heard Brainwave, I did get a little thrown off because I was thinking Star Girl. Well, <laughs> it's like, is there a Brainwave in like DC Comics too? But uh, which uh, is funny because I didn't make that connection for some yeah. reason. But I definitely was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is pretty much Justice America or yeah. whatever they call themselves. Yeah, the JSA. Yeah, JSA. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it felt, very similar. <laughs> yeah, I totally got the whole JSA vibes. Uh, with with the uh, I guess the what, what the the, the, un, the union I guess they call themselves union. yeah yeah which is I think another clever thing they did mm-hmm. is they really they the the writers really did this thing where I feel like in the first episode they um they almost zoomed in on this one hero his 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 wife and his kids and their mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. And then as the story progressed, you slowly start to realize, no, 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 this is a leak. Yeah. There are other people who are affected. They, this, they have this whole society is used to people with powers. Mm-hmm. The only thing though, is that as society has um, evolved with this, um, the the good has evolved and so has the evil. Yeah. And um, as time goes on, that that morality issue, which is another trope that we've seen played out, do you kill the villain or do you do you bring the villain to justice? Which the ending of the first episode, I was like, oh, they went all in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Very intrigued um, because that's one of the it's a trope, but it's a good one mm-hmm. that I think they just it was like an onion where they're just like, no, no, this is this is way more. And it's there. It goes beyond just Sheldon. It goes beyond just Sheldon's family. It's this entire world that's going to be affected by by these choices. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. I, I, you know, that. That was probably, I know some critics were like, that 
going deep on this the code issue and the morality play was one that's been done a lot in the in the genre for sure and you know and even even in, in story they they had the the famous line from from spider-man which i, mm-hmm. I kind of I, I laughed at but um but they they did say look we're going to take this on and then when it as as the story did unfold and and to your point i felt josh was you know very wooden when he was talking about the code right uh it just felt very hard but to to get through those scenes a lot of times yep. but uh but at the same time the way it, i thought they used it used a generational change in the, uh, in in a in a way that serviced the story well uh and and it was very clear about what they were what they were trying to achieve in, in in the story and you know at the end of the day i felt that that was just a MacGuffin that was just sort of there right to get things as just sort of to get things to keep things moving but i didn't i mean yes it's, i felt yes it is a, a core part of the of the show but um but it, but like whenever you see the 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 union from generation 1.0 Evolve, you know, other members of it, like like Sheldon's wife, uh, Lady Liberty. She was like, "Oh, you know, we got to change." Fitz, the um, the I can't remember his character's name. Uh, Fitz is the, his 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 name. I can't remember his superhero name. But you know, he, he was telling his daughter. You know, he was like, "Yeah, we got to, ch- you know, we we have to change. You know, it, it, we need in order to, the criminals, the bad guys are doing it, so we need to do it too." Right. Uh, um. And, but you know, I just felt that when Josh was when Utopia, Utopian was talking about the code and stuff, it just it did slow things down. Right, right. And, I I agree. I think the the nobody likes the hero to be like almighty and godlike, mm-hmm. and I can do no wrong and. And this is the right way, and I say it's the right way. Um, and I guess why I was still okay with it was because I liked how they they then they then took characters and placed them in those situations where it's where that that episode where the one of the heroes dies in mm-hmm. um Lady Liberty's arms oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and and then she kills. Yeah. And I was just like, oh they they went there. Yeah. Like like normally what the show does is it goes on and on about the code. And mm-hmm. then the hero finally realizes that he was wrong and then he like but but he doesn't break his code or whatever and or he's for but no it was about the his family around him breaking the code and how that Mm -hmm. affected him yeah um which is something we don't see like that's why i kind of this is in a way is a rated r version of the incredibles because it's one thing just to be a hero Mm -hmm. and to to grow up taking those risks and making those choices but now you have your entire family, so your wife and children, who are not only at risk, but and you're trying to protect the world, but when your wife's or son's life is on the line, what 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 code really exists? Um, yeah. And I and I think that's hopefully what they're going to explore more a little bit in in the second season is because I think. I think there's going to be some hard choices for the utopian in the Yeah. Future. Yeah. And you you're right because they and they and they they did use his family as a way to to as the ones to to break the code, something that you know under his under his household, I mean, it's it is one thing if it's if it's another character, but when it's, you know, people it, he you know, two kids that he's raised. One, and that's the other thing too that I, I like that. You know, just seeing how how the code sort of shaped things in his own house. Yeah. Because you had you know had a son Brandon who was 
you know, wanted to you know follow in his father's footsteps. And then, of course, you have Chloe, who I thought was another another character I liked as, as well. I uh, just re- you know the typical rebellious teen you know, child and and go out and does her own thing. But then, you know, but then how she has to deal with uh, being being the the kid of the utopian. And how mm-hmm. she was, how she dealt with that, like whenever the guy was hooking up with her, uh, you know, first he seemed all innocent, like, you know, just really just wanted to get to know her as a person. But then after, uh, you know, the, the, the morning after he shared, he's like, hey, can you put a word in? <laughs> and, and you know, get, it, it really was like, um, you know, it, it, to me, it was one of those things like, got into the, the access and celebrity of, of superhero them that we that we see in the boys for example right uh, and and so um and and how chloe basically was just trying to, to run away from all that uh even to the point where she doesn't have a crazy superhero name or or or, or costume or anything like that so you know so they, they, the show really hit on a lot of a lot of good things and opened up a lot of interesting places where they can go uh, for hopefully a season two if they get renewed uh, because the other thing that I thought too that to your point uh, with the choices is at the end of the series at the end of season one and mm-hmm. the final episode where he's he's facing off with uh, dark star uh, mm-hmm. or black or black star black star uh, about to say dark seed but anyway <laughs> he uh, you know he he had that role choice with trying to save Brandon or, 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 or hold on to the code, right? And you know, I, I, you know, there was a little, there was an assist that kind of gave him a cheat code, so he didn't have to make that choice, right? But, oh yeah, they, they, yeah. So, but so I did. I was a little, I was a little miffed about that in some regards, but at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, clearly they're going to have to go to season two. And, and they're going to, you know, if they, if they solve the answer right then and there, then, you know, that's it. We don't have a season two. Right, right. I mean, this show is, I mean, <clears throat> it very much felt like half of a season. Mm-hmm. Where, And that's why I really want to see season two, because there is a clear trajectory here. And, um, and I want to finish the rest of the story, because I think we're at a halfway point to you. Yeah. Because I thought the same thing. That that being said, I was also kind of just like, okay, let's get back to the more interesting of fight that's going on with the mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a lot more interesting, and turns out a lot more to the plot of the show. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I they and. And that, to some degree, is what I really liked about the finale, is that it tied up just enough loose ends while leaving so many more doors open. Oh, yeah. Um, because, like, like, I also, we keep talking about mystery and how the show really did a good job with mysteries is, and why I think I, I like um, George's character so much is because we hear about why he's not around in present day. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of surprised that we didn't get an entire flashback or more, more information about everything that happened. Right. right. Um, and I'm sure that's to come in season two. And I really want to understand, especially with some of the reveals that mm-hmm. are spoken about during the finale and you're just like, okay, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, okay, I need to have everything actually shown. <laughs> yeah, show, show me, show me now. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me make sure I understand correctly what happened. But yeah, um, I like how they they made you think it would be one mystery, and then said, no, 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 we're not, we're not here to tell that story quite yet. Right. But right. we're glad you're intrigued. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think. You know, maybe that's why some folks just did not like it because they've, you know, they've, you know, we we got the mystery kind of thing with you know, or people try to build 
you know the mysteries with, with, with the, for example, WandaVision, and and you know and it's a it's a known universe and known c- characters and things that oh it's got to be such and such person or it's got to be this that or the other you know for for a lot of people in the genre you know Jupiter's Legacy is not one that you know it's not a house it, it, for many folks it's not a household story right. or or known quantity even though even though a lot of people do know about it and I did see where uh, because of uh, because of the show uh, the the back issue. Uh, prices have have, have got have, have gone, gotten inflated a bit as far as uh, people want you know learn trying to learn more about about it, but um, you know I, I think you know given that they opened so many doors with with the um, show and really opened a lot of doors as far as storylines, uh, it, it really you know I think this 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 first season was all about the setup. And like you said, it was it felt like almost like half a season and we just got to the midseason finale and then we'll come back and get the rest of the story uh, when they come back for season two. Right. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.